0: literary and potato peel pie society there I said it
1: it's a mouthful
0: it is a mouthful of a, of a title um, but that's uh, that's one of the two films we're gonna talk about this week because that's what uh, came out of the hat surprisingly last week I posted as I normally do on our social media I post oh here's you know here's the proof that the, these came out of the hat in the, the little piece of paper and a friend of mine sent an Instagram message being like I've read Mike's writing for like my entire life and I have no idea what that says and it's true like it was all it was all squished on the piece of paper so no wonder I had so much trouble with it I think I was just writing fast
1: when I read it like on the on Instagram I I knew I could read it but I think it's because I knew what you had written you know what I mean like I could Mm -hmm. decipher because you knew Yeah, yeah this
0: is what it means so I you can decipher it yeah yeah it's it is it is interesting to it's funny because I think I've just filled out so many of them that even now some of the names that pop out are a surprise because I just don't remember putting them in the hat. I don't remember writing them out, but I clearly am just running through. And there's a lot, especially that first go around when people just sent a bunch. And now when we add little bits, not so bad. I can add one or two here or there. But uh, when when there was like a 100 and something movies that I had to write out, it was tough. It was (laughs) a long haul
1: you were just you'd given up at that point You're yeah like, probably this, it was one of the last ones <laughs> too long <Yeah>. and
0: <laughs> what are the chances this will come out of the hat and then just threw it in there yeah oh it came um, out yeah but this is this is movie club number 10 for this this from the hat movie club this is the 10th time we've done this um Woo! we're going to take a little break now because we thought hey we'll break it at the 10 it will return though so if you want to submit um still movies to us feel free to send them along we'll add them to the hat and eventually we'll come back to this taylor we don't know when we're going back to the movie theaters in ontario so we'll we'll just see
1: or you know it'll be good for even when we do go back to the movie theaters but we just have run out of ideas
0: (laughs) yeah there's nothing nothing great opening and then we decide (laughs) hey we'll go back to the movie club yeah there's there's lots of options to to come back to that so please do uh do that. Now, we, we do want to make a quick announcement about things like that. We've been having some issues with our website. People know last week we had a friend of Taylor's who wants to yell at us, but it didn't come through the website. Um, we, we don't know what happened. We've done some tests. We can't really sort it out. So for right now, just just email us. Email screening in Kingston at gmail.com. We know that works. We know there's no problems there. Um, And I'll get back to everyone next week about the website and we'll see what some of the little issues are. I'm not too sure. There's a couple different places on the website where you can fill out a form. Maybe one of the forms is broken, Taylor. Like the one your friend used happened to be the one that I missed and we haven't tested it and stuff. So we'll we'll figure it out and and let people know next week.
1: Our apologies. If you've been trying to get a hold of us, if you've been trying to yell at us and you can't. (laughs) Uh, we're sorry. Yell at us via Gmail.
0: And... Yes, yell at us there, or feel free to send us a direct message on social media. Whatever you want, we'll make sure your comments end up on air. Um, we have quite a few fan questions to go through today, and some of them are are going to specifically talk about what's happening with the show moving forward, like we do. So but let's dive into those right away. So Akil wants to know: um, with movie theaters not opening in Ontario yet, new movies are starting to pop up in the states what are you going to do about some of the new movies? I know you're doing a Conjuring episode this month and the Conjuring is coming up. How will you ever see it? And that's from Akil. That's a great question. It's a really good question. Akil, um,
1: if only we knew how we were going to watch
0: yeah, the new I, Conjuring <laughs> movie. Because you, it comes you
1: know, out this week, June 4th.
0: Yeah, you know what's funny is I didn't I didn't realize it was coming out that fast. And when this email came in from Akil, I was thinking the same thing. I've been thinking like, how are we going to, do this now. The no, Conjuring, idea. the Conjuring though we may have an out here. So I did some research, and the Conjuring is supposed to open as it, would you say June fourth. So this week yeah. it's opening. It's also going to HBO Max. So HBO Max is teamed up with Crave in Canada. So I know when when the the Zack Snyder film went to that to shall HBO not be Max. Named? That shall not be named. <laughs> it it. Did go to Crave. So I had access to it pretty much the same day because if you have HBO through Crave, like that's a way. So there's a possibility that it's going to be streamed this weekend, in which case when we do our Conjuring episode, we can actually talk about the new movie that we've seen as opposed to, hey, maybe, maybe we haven't seen it. So there is a possibility that some new movies are going to be streaming as well um we don't know it's it's really hard to get a straight answer because i did look this up and it was really tough to get an answer but it does say it's supposed to go on an hbo max which because we can't get that in canada it's a crave property if that makes but, sense
1: But that's all well and good but is it going to be like a simultaneous i mean you don't know this is, oh i don't
0: know yeah i no, you know you're know asking how, like, yeah
1: <laughs> you know know how, i don't know there has been um Dual releases, I guess you can say, where there's mm-hmm. a theatrical run and then it's released to streaming. Um, so I guess the question is, are we going to have access to it this weekend or are we going to have to wait the regular, you know, time? Uh, that's a great it question. When it, I mean, it
0: says it says streaming on. So I thought that meant it's releasing at the same time. Like you, you either have the option to go to the theater or it's going to stream through this platform. Um, but you, you're right. We don't know. We I might guess. just find out. <laughs> we'll
1: uh, we'll find out June 4th if yes, we yeah. uh, can watch it. We can watch it. If not, yeah. we wait.
0: <laughs> I mean, next next week we're probably going to talk some conjuring stuff or the week after whenever we decide to do it. Probably next week. I don't know, Taylor. What do you want to do? Shall we just do it next week? We don't like. We don't know. We're just going to talk conjuring eventually. <laughs> and when we do, we're if we're reviewing have... the movie, great.
1: <laughs> so originally, Mike, we talked about doing a conjuring specific episode. Um, in anticipation for the new movie. So we were going to do like a specific conjuring episode. And then the following week, we were going to review The Devil Made Me Do It. So it was going to be kind of like a two parter.
0: Okay. So, um, well, part one probably coming next week, right? Taylor? Yeah. I think we can say that. yeah. <laughs> part one <laughs> coming to you next week. Part two, we don't know. To be we'll announced. See. To be determined. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, it's a great question, Akhil. We wish we had an answer. We don't know. We're gonna do the best we can.
1: This with is what one we of have. this is one of those times where our fans ask us questions, and we're like, "Well, we don't have a crystal ball, and uh, we don't work in the music, the movie industry, so we'll find out when we find out."
0: Yeah, we're kind of like everybody else. We're just going to sit here and be like, oh, great, I can I can stream this. Was or- Akil oh, trying to
1: get us to rat ourselves out by saying like, oh, we're, of course, we're going to illegally download it. Like, maybe, maybe, that- Akil,
0: yeah, maybe Akil was, maybe they'll slip up and be like, oh, yeah, no, we'll do it.
1: Akil's <laughs> like, what website are you using
0: Yeah, <laughs> to stream? No, no. I, listen, I, I'm i I'm a big fan of of paying for movies and I'm a big fan of watching them legitimately. If if we have the ability to review any new movie, we're going to do it. We're going to try to do that. But you know, there's a good possibility we might have to wait. We just don't know. So, so you'll find out.
1: We'll put it this way. Um, we'll wait until it's legal to do like, yeah, (laughs) you can (laughs) expect Only once it's legally legal to access that movie, that's when the review will be. Let's put it that way. Yeah. A, I'm too lazy to do things illegally, and B, I'm also a worrywart. And I'm with you, Mike. I think you know, especially in a year where the studios have been hurting, and yeah, um, I'm certainly happy to pay a ticket or to stream it how it should be streamed. So let's put it that way.
0: Yeah, yeah, and uh, stay tuned. We'll we'll. We'll find out. Um, next question um, comes from... We'll do... Oh, we'll do Josh's next. Uh, so Josh has a little um, a little game. He took some inspiration from Austin here. A uh, little game for us. So this is basically a, a film, Would You Rather? He's given us two scenarios, and we have to pick between these two awful scenarios. And he's catered them to each of our distinct movie-watching personalities. So for me... He's asked, would you rather watch Sweeney Todd or her smell once a day for an entire year? Um, And my pick is Sweeney Todd because at least I can mute it during the songs and and listen to how the songs are supposed to be like the Broadway recording.
1: Oh, like you would like do your own soundtrack. or Sure. Like you I, would or I'll, yeah, play sure.
0: Well, I wouldn't sing it, but I mean, you I would, would play, play like yes, the, exactly.
1: CD, yeah. the CD while the movie. Exactly. Played.
0: And, and I, I directed a production of Sweeney Todd back in the day. So I can just remember and look at pictures and fond memories of those. So I, I would prefer Sweeney Todd. I wouldn't, I think I would actually go crazy to watch her smell every single day. Like I don't, I don't think that would go very well for me. So that's completely out. Um, Taylor for you. He wants to know, would you rather never watch a Wes Anderson movie again or be able to watch them as often as you'd like, but Scarlett Johansson is the female lead in every movie he has ever made.
1: Uh <laughs> I would never watch them again. Everyone
0: is everyone just loves your Scarlett Johansson hate. Like it's just keeps never... coming up. <laughs>
1: It wouldn't be a Wes Anderson movie if Scarlett Johansson was the lead. I'll put it. I'll put it. I'll put it out there. I mean, I'll have to eat crow once she gets cast (laughs) in In a Wes Anderson movie. In a Wes Anderson movie, but like, she just—it wouldn't be the same movie if she was in it. I don't think I would have the same joy. So I would just never watch. Because this would be a universe where my only option was to watch Scarlett Johansson in the movies, right? Like, I wouldn't I know so. anything different.
0: Yeah, I assume so. So
1: I would say I would just never watch them again because, like, ignorance is bliss, right? I wouldn't know the movies without Scarlett Johansson. And since I hate her, I would never watch them to begin with.
0: Have you ever liked a movie where she's featured in it? Like, not necessarily the lead or maybe she, she's in it, but you've liked the movie despite her?
1: Jojo Rabbit
0: okay it's a good example
1: um I really liked that movie and I hated her still in it <laughs> <laughs> Wow but, so uh,
0: even in that movie though you hated her like you just couldn't stand watching her
1: there's just something I don't know if it's because <laughs> of the weird comments she's made about she should be allowed to like play whoever she wants to play oh the
0: whole trick like, thing
1: yeah like you know because she got cast. To play um, an Asian character, like uh, something in the cell, whatever that that
0: Yeah, it's based on like a...
1: Anime, something, I think. Comic, or an anime, anime, or Omega, manga,
0: Omega. or so- something like that, um,
1: yeah. And they were like, whoa, that should be... Like an Asian actress should play that role. And she was like, I'm an actress. I should be allowed to play whatever I want, even if it's a tree. But I didn't like her before she made those comments. But now I watch her, and I think like where do you get off like she thinks she's such i don't know she thinks she's like god's gift to acting i don't think she's that good so so, like where does she get off saying something like that you know what i mean like it's not like she's like anyways i can hate on scarlett johansson until the cows come home but the one the one movie i can think of that i thought this is a good movie but she's not good would be Jojo rabbit.
0: Jojo rabbit I mean, she yeah.
1: wasn't horrible, but like, I just can't like, I watch it, a movie and I know her. it's her. You know what That's I mean? Fine.
0: I, I mean, I think, I think, I don't know. I think a lot of people have that. I know I, I don't off the top of my head. I can't think of anyone, but I'm sure there are people who I'm just like, I don't like your performance. I've never liked you in anything. Um, I felt that way about uh, Henry Cavill for the longest time until he was in um,
1: the man, yeah, from uh, uncle. man from
0: uncle. Where I was like, okay, I've kind of changed my tune on him a bit, and then he he was in that uh, Sherlock Holmes movie, Enola. Enola yeah, Holmes. That was it. Yeah. So and and he was good in both those. So I think it's, I, I turn it turns out I just didn't like him as Superman. Um, but yeah, like I, I think that that's fair. Some like sometimes you watch a role and you
1: just can't separate the role from the actor for right? sure. Like- yeah,
0: I think that that's very fair. I think that happens all the time. You know, if the fans want, we should do a, a whole episode. Dedicated to Scarlett Johansson and Taylor, you can just uh, <laughs> you can just everyone picks on their
1: favorite Scarlett yeah. Johansson movie, and I have to yeah. watch
0: it, and you have to watch it, and then we have to review and talk about it. Yeah, that would be more torturous for you. Um, so maybe we won't do that. Uh, but that was a good one. So he has got one more, and this is for both of us to, to answer Would you rather watch a movie with someone eating? noisily beside you say opening snacks chewing with mouth open maybe eating chips etc or watch a movie alone but there are random commercial interruptions throughout the movie often during interesting plot and important scenes that's so tough. not yeah like not well timed out commercials so it like interrupts moment oh man <laughs> that's that's really hard
1: <laughs> that's like watching um cpc gem
0: their, <laughs> yeah, <that's->
1: their, <laughs> their ads
0: that's so true. Their ads will pop up at like the worst time. And it's like, why like is there an advertisement? Back in?
1: to back to back. Yeah. Um. Gosh. Oh, so wait, is the person eating the whole movie?
0: It doesn't. It doesn't say the whole movie, but I think I would assume it's as frequently as these commercials pop up.
1: I think I would may. Oh, that's tough. That's tough. Oh.
0: I don't know. Part of me thinks you can like take the person because you can at least you might not be able to stop them, but you can at least give them dirty looks. Whereas what can you do to the commercials? You're kind of just you have to take it. At least you can like have some satisfaction in like giving the person, you know. Yeah, I take the person chomping. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Because I think the I, I do think the commercials at the wrong time is more intrusive. I don't mind commercials and sponsor break or whatever on streaming, but at the wrong times. I
1: think you would also eventually be able to tune out the person.
0: Yeah. Like it would just become
1: background noise or you turn the volume up.
0: Yeah. I could see it. I could see it. Uh, But thank you, Josh, uh, for that. The Inquisitor, once again. Um, Next question is more just an answer to our question. It's from Austin, uh, who's answering about Burnt. Uh, So Austin says, "Uh, actually, I'm not a huge fan of this movie. But if I'm being <laughs> honest with both of you, I don't actually know why. A lot of my friends uh, when I was in high school really liked this movie. We went to see it together and a lot of people really, really enjoyed it. But I never has have. And until this day, I don't really understand why. So I thought, hey, I'll put it in hat and see if you two like it or pick it apart. And all of your thoughts really helped me in understanding some of the things that I didn't like about it. So thank you. And that's from Austin.
1: You were right, Austin. Your <laughs> friends were wrong. What yeah. A weird, <laughs> what a weird movie for high school students.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't think that that would be the target. I mean, I don't like. I don't know if I'd go see a movie like this. Sixteen-year-old
1: Taylor definitely would not have gone to see this
0: no, movie. I don't think so. Yeah, you're right. I I, I honestly it's didn't kind even of think of like that
1: because the we talked about it last week like the type of restaurant it is is very you know high culture high yeah. brow so i'm thinking like what 16 or 17 year old would be interested in watching like such a high brow but hey i was like maybe i was slumming it in high school maybe austin's friends were like super
0: high cool. class yeah. high class
1: kids
0: <laughs> here i am being friends. like
1: i would have i would have liked it better if it was about the burger king i think I yeah. said <laughs> <Yeah>. that <laughs>
0: yeah you did say that yeah
1: that really goes to show you know my level of class
0: you know it's it's funny because when i first read his email in prep i didn't even think of that high school comment and now when you say that taylor i'm like yeah what why are you there in high school like that's such a strange i don't know just a very very weird we were watching
1: like super bad
0: yeah yeah like i very strange but yeah i i agree with you taylor i think his fr- austin i think your friends were wrong um i don't think it's a particularly good movie um it's a little strange there are some things in it that even as it continues to sit with me that i'm like i don't quite get what they were going for here but yeah i i'm glad our comments help that's an interesting way to look at this hat we've been talking about each week like okay why do people put movies in hats and that's kind of an interesting thing is i don't know how i feel about this but i don't like it i'm gonna throw it in the hat
1: it's Two like people, people people are looking for vindication. Like, <laughs>
0: yeah, hey, that's hey. Whatever we can do, that's we're what like, we're here. If you get I hated this print.
1: movie and everyone loved it. <laughs> yeah, what's going on?
0: Yeah. <laughs> um. Last uh question comes from I just lost it. Uh, Stalling Stalling Dean. Uh, Dean wants to know. Uh, hi Taylor and Mike. Uh, really enjoying the podcast. Thank you for picking my film Die Hard. That was the first time that a film that I put in to the hat has come out, and I put in a bunch. (laughs) So, thank you for that. Um, Just wondering if you had any major plans for the summer for other themed shows. Do you take suggestions from audience members before putting together some of your themed episodes? They have been some of my favorite. Would love to know if you have any more plans for themes moving forward. And that's from Dean.
1: Dean, send them our way. We love themes. We love a (laughs) fan suggestion. (laughs) If you've
0: listened to this show, Dean, you know, (laughs) if you say something, we'll just do it. So give us some suggestions and we'll just do it. We, you know, planning who's planning stuff.
1: Our themed episodes are probably the most well-received, I would say.
0: We certainly get the most fan questions from what I see off of them. Like that's, that's where we get the most interaction from people. So yeah, I I would agree. I think that if people like it, we'll do it. Sure. Sure. We're open to suggestions.
1: And we're going into, like Dean said, we're going to the summer months. There's less to do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We're pandemic summer. It's like, whatever. <laughs> there's never anything to do. But yes, long story short, we're looking for content ideas.
0: <laughs> yeah. Normally, like I think we we do the the theme thing is kind of sporadically in, an, in a normal time when there's lots of movies to go to see. We just sort of slip them in every so often when we have like a dead week or Like you said, Taylor, we don't really know what to talk about or we're sick of stuff. But, you know, now doing this past year has been way more open to do fun, different things. And and that's been kind of neat. I'd say like for this show, at least the pandemic has has made us do some more creative things. And I think it's been fun. All our movie clubs have been awesome. Guest stuff been awesome. We're going to do some sort of movie debate show this summer. You know, we'll that will be
1: one of our special episodes, one of our mm-hmm. themes. Yeah, and that,
0: Yeah, that can be 100% themed. That'll be themed to to whatever debate topics we want to bring up. So yeah, but again, we're open to suggestions, Dean. Send them in. We'll, you we'll know, take your suggestions. I'm
1: just thinking of the battle royale that we're going to have, the debate episode. And a good theme. Remember, remember the debate we had about the princess bride and how some some of our viewers wrote in and or listeners wrote in they said well, I don't understand why you guys like The Princess Bride. So picking like an iconic 80s movie, like The Goonies or something. You know what I mean? Like a movie that everyone's supposed to love, it's beloved, and then we find some people who absolutely hate it. That would be that would make for a good debate episode.
0: You know, Taylor, I don't know what you're talking about i we did an episode where people didn't like princess bride and yeah. i actually don't remember this
1: <laughs> my old boss wrote in even oh
0: okay <laughs> we didn't, i honestly we don't remember
1: we weren't reviewing the princess bride i don't think okay but we it had it had come up in conversation and then people had written in later being like oh. what's the deal with princess
0: Bride?" yeah taylor that's a really good idea like i, I like the, taking an iconic movie and having the two sides for it like that is yeah like that's a that's a great suggestion. I, I think that would be a great theme um, for for especially again, like we talked about some of the people we'd invite on to argue like good personalities who would bring a lot of different points. Like it would be a lot of fun to to break down iconic movies like that. That's a great idea. Like the I wish ending, I remembered the never ending story.
1: Not a fan, but people okay. love it.
0: A lot of people love Neverending <laughs> story. Yeah, that's a great. That's a that's a great debate. Cool. Yeah, there you go. I think we've planned out our movie debate show. There you go um uh was that was that it? yes that's the last question okay great thank you everybody for writing in and again try to use our email this week screening in at gmail.com we'll go to the website and we'll we'll fix whatever's going on and we'll talk about that next week uh, let's dive into the movie club yeah we, uh, we had a, a lot of really interesting things to talk about with these two movies so we're going to be reviewing uh the guernsey literary and potato peel pie society and uh, Angriest Man in Brooklyn. Um, I don't know about you, Taylor. I have less to say about Angriest Man in Brooklyn. So do you want to start there?
1: <laughs> sure. Yeah. Okay. I uh, I was surprised to find out it came out in like 2014.
0: It was one of Robin Williams' last movie roles.
1: Dan had asked me that. He said, is this his last movie? I'm like, I have no idea. But didn't it feel... <laughs> It had the feel of a 90s sitcom.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I definitely felt it was very, very Curb dated. your
1: enthusiasm. Yeah, I know like that's like not, a newer show, but like.
0: Definitely not. not of the time. Like you wouldn't expect something for like the teens of like the 2014, this type of movie. Not no, the I, 20, I would have like, thought. Nice, maybe great. I would,
1: I would like, oh, 2004.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because that because the early 2000s still had a very 90s yeah. influence to it by the time we got to 2014 you saw less of of definitely this feel of movie and and I I will say in terms of even the way it was shot and the kind of feel and the overall kind of quality of the filmmaking it did feel very dated and very sitcom like I thought it was watching like a made for TV movie kind more of more so like- than I thought watching a movie
1: like, when the flashbacks were, like, sapia-colored. Like, they weren't, like... Like, the flashbacks were a different color, if that makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. washed out. I don't know. It was... Yeah. It was weird. It was a weird movie.
0: It was a very weird movie. <laughs> like, I... What I liked about it, which isn't, like, isn't much, but what I did like about it was I felt that... Uh, Mila Kunis and Robin Williams worked pretty well off of each other yeah they had good chemistry they were very good yeah and I and I kind of it's sad that that you know Robin Williams isn't here anymore because the two of them in another movie would have been actually interesting to like see that combo again in another movie and I also still like I, I will attest I think Peter Dinklage is an excellent actor and really just becomes whatever role you want him yeah to. he was
1: good he was good um,
0: so the acting for me kind of elevated this experience a bit. Like, I wasn't that into the story. I thought it was kind of like a, a typical um, uh, comedy setup that turned into... Like, I thought the movie got darker as it went along. Like, it really yeah. like was more of a dark comedy. Like, did you get that sense too?
1: Yeah, like... Spoiler: It doesn't necessarily have a happy ending. No, <laughs>
0: no. What well, you can spo- we like can spoil it. We can a spoil
1: normal. It. It's, I it's, would it's, say it. like a normal comedy setup would be that it was like a complete, a completely wrong diagnosis. Yeah, like you know everything I mean? was
0: incorrect. Yeah. Like
1: everything, and there was a happy ending. Like no, like he's still gonna die, and in fact mm-hmm. he dies. Like what? It was like he had eight days to live. So like, pretty dark. Instead of,
0: instead of the ninety minutes yeah. or whatever that he was lied to at the beginning. Pretty- so, like it's just. It pretty is dark, dark. Yeah, and he that, like
1: does try to kill himself, like at the climax of the movie.
0: And it's it's a dark comedy because it is there. There are funny moments, and the movie did make me laugh at times. But for the most part, I yeah, I would describe it as like a dark comedy that has a lot of like drama undertones. um And yeah, you're right; it gets pretty dramatic at the end. It's pretty dramatic throughout the film. Like the whole, the, to me, the the comedy kind of gets lost a little bit in the in the kind of tragedy of the story, but. I did like the performances. I thought the chemistry was pretty good. Um, I just... You know, Taylor, sometimes you watch a movie and you're just like, I'm not into this. And yeah.
1: I yeah, I get it. Even,
0: I, d- I can't even put my finger on it. I don't know if it's because this isn't what I want Robin Williams to be in movies. Like, this isn't to me. what I, When I think of Robin Williams, this is not the type of... You don't like I his, dra-
1: his um, drama.
0: Oh, I like his drama. It's just he... To me, his drama stuff, where where I like it, like Dead Poets Society,
1: it's kind of like, hopeful.
0: Yeah, there's a hopefulness to him. There's a warmth to Robin Williams. Oh yeah, to he was me.
1: just a dick in this movie. Yeah, like, he wasn't like, a I, nice guy.
0: I don't. To me, I just don't like that for him. Like there, there's there's a warmth, hopefulness to him and his performances and some of his work. Like Patch and,
1: Adams. Uh,
0: Patch Adams is another good example. And there was another one. I, would, Jack. I can't remember the name. Jack. Yes, that's another one. Yeah, where it's like he's he's kind of got this playfulness to him. Like he's never going to grow up kind of feeling. And this movie just to me seemed like it was too bitter. It was the only modern thing about the movie was modern filmmakers like to make everything bitter. Like you can't just have a nice fun Star Trek series. We have to make it bitter and dark. You can't have Superman. You have to make it bitter and dark. Like everyone has to be old and bitter and get like pulled out of retirement. Like Han Solo has to be like grumpy and like, no, leave me alone. Like, it's just, it doesn't, sit well with me there's and no I just...
1: like wholesomeness anymore
0: yeah yeah exactly and and what's wrong with a little bit of wholesomeness like what like what's wrong with it maybe maybe our world actually needs that everyone is so cynical so maybe this, that's a biased thing for me to say but i just couldn't get into this. this more.
1: is based on a short story or a novel i'm thinking it's a short story just because it's so contained but i could be wrong so i guess you know It's adapting from a source, so I don't know. But you can still deviate and still, you know, even if he is so horrible in the book, they could have made him better. It almost felt like it would be better as a play. Like, I don't know. It felt weird, even just watching it. Like, the, the movie itself is less than an hour and a half. Yeah, it's short. And I don't know. I think, like, because he only has 90 minutes to live it would have been cool if the movie was like happening in real time. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that would have been cool. Which
0: would make, which would lend it to like the stage or something like that. Very well. As if you're seeing this real time, 90 minutes. And uh, yeah, I, I think, I think it's just, there are things in here that could have worked very well and it just didn't. And as much as the acting was good and I can appreciate that. And I like the chemistry and I like the people in it. It didn't elevate the movie enough for me and i just felt like for even for a movie that was short i was like i'm just so happy to have this over <laughs> just wasn't i wasn't didn't a really watching experience
1: i like i also didn't the climax of the movie where mila kunis's character is trying to talk robin williams off the bridge and he decides he's going to kill himself anyways but then he lives like he doesn't die and so he thinks like okay now now I'm going to be nice. Like that didn't make sense to me. Like there was no.
0: Like it was a quick turn. You mean?
1: Yeah. Like he's yeah. like, oh, it was only after. I mean, maybe that does. Maybe I should be more sensitive. Maybe that does happen to people who like trigger no, warning. Sure trigger but I, like, warning's I'm sure it's. Quick. I'm sure
0: it's possible. Like it, it, there's so many different types of people in the world like of course people are going to react did it feel movements. weird
1: though like all of a sudden but it did like,
0: because it was... in a story it's different it's, this is not real life movies are not real life i that may shock someone out there i know some people like really attribute the arts to being like it's a reflection of reality it's not there's a storytelling structure and you're telling a story so you, sometimes you have to up the drama or or prove or earn moments i agree with you taylor that moment was not earned like what anything i thought
1: I thought like, oh, did I miss it? And did he actually, did he accidentally fall off the bridge? Mm. That's what I thought. Like, oh, right. like Mila Kunis talked him down, okay, right. and then he's like, you know, going to get off the bridge, but then accidentally falls. But right. then, but then he says, you know, when he's rescued, like, oh, it was only as I was falling that I decided life was worth living. And I was like, what? Like, how did that? Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> so. Yeah, the scene where they're in the cab together was really nice, Mm -hmm. Um, which again, to your point, Mike, about them having really good chemistry. And I think Peter Dinklage's character character was good. But like overall, it just felt weird, like weird to me. I would describe this as an airplane movie.
0: Yeah, I, I kind of feel the same way i think i would put it as an airplane movie because there's like names you recognize you probably haven't seen this in the theater because you didn't rush out and it's like oh yeah throw it on an airplane i don't think it's like bad enough to say skip it but if you're on an airplane this will pass 90 minutes like you know if you're on a short flight somewhere you got a movie option
1: you'll recognize the people yeah
0: there's some funny moments there were some like moments that that made me laugh i i agree like the mila kunis um, and, and Robin Williams scenes, I think they're all very good. I think the two characters work off each other. Like, I think her story's interesting. I think there's some elements here that are good. It just, the rest of the movie kind of falls flat. Yeah. So there we go. That's the angriest man in Brooklyn. Um, let's, uh, cross the seas, I guess, <laughs> to Guernsey, the island of Guernsey, um, for, <laughs> for some literary discussion and a potato peel pie. Um, yeah. I, I want to say right off the bat that I had an op- I had the opposite movie watching experience um, when I put this this extremely mouthful long name movie on. Um, th- I have a lot of criticisms to, to talk about with this movie, but I just want to say I, I kind of enjoyed the experience a little bit more like it felt a little warmer. It felt a little it, I did watch the second. So maybe it was also like I just I watched something. it second too. Okay. (laughs) But did you feel that like any of that where you're just like, ah, this is nice. I (laughs) thought a pleasant movie.
1: I turned it off or finished the credits rolled. And I said to Dan, that was a nice movie.
0: Yeah, just pleasant. (laughs) What a pleasant film. Like it's a pleasant way to spend two hours. You know, some interesting things in there. I don't think anything's super groundbreaking. And as I said, I, I have criticisms, but I will give the movie a lot of credit of like it was just pleasant to watch, and it, you know a lot of the people too, some of them are recognized, some of them I didn't. I just thought like everyone's given a good performance and it's nice and it feels good and it's an interesting story, and I just felt like, oh, this was like this was pleasant what a what a great two hours
1: yeah, it's um it's one of those movies where because it was nice, I don't have a lot. To say about it you know what Mm -hmm. i mean like i don't think it's a perfect movie but like you said mike like you turn it on and you spend the next two hours and 20 minutes with these characters and you think Mm. you know um with some things predictable yes yes absolutely um but it did tug on my heartstrings like there were times where i was tearing up a little bit and um like you said, I think the performances were really good. I think the writing was good for what it was trying, like, you know, what it was mm-hmm. trying to do. I think the production design was nice, like, yeah, good costumes. Um, it was nice to see some familiar faces, um, like Sid, the guy who plays Sydney. He's in one of my favorite movies, Stoker.
0: Um, okay. So no. it's always
1: nice to see him. Mm -hmm. um and for anyone who's watched the original it crowd
0: yes
1: (laughs) (laughs) i didn't know that until dan pointed it out uh, her out it
0: took me i most of the movie i didn't realize it until near the end like oh wait a minute it crowd
1: yeah the manager (laughs) from the it crowd so yeah it was like you know it definitely has british actors that are more or less recognizable so yeah, I don't know. Like, what are some of your problems? Because you said you had more to say about this movie.
0: Yeah, like I, I, I agree with everything you said. I thought that they did with what they had. They kind of they did a pretty good job. Um, most of my criticisms are, are you know, more minor things of like the movie could have gone better if if certain things. Like I, I really like Lily James. Like I think she's a great actor. She's and so charming. She yes, charming. She's excellent in everything. However, I I found myself wanting more and more of the Elizabeth backstory. Like I was way more fascinated with the I think that's the character, the one who's kind of back and we flashback to and kind of find out what yeah. happens to the her. The one who's yeah.
1: missing from the island. The
0: one who's missing, yeah. So I found those flashbacks and those things slightly more interesting. Like I thought the fact that she, again, spoilers, she, that, that she like fell in love with a german soldier and he was kind of befriended the other guy on the island and like there was kind of this friendship he was a good
1: nazi yeah well
0: (laughs) but like you know what i mean like i found that more interesting yeah yeah, yeah, i I thought to me that's the story of like oh i want to know about this nazi who who is like falling in love with this person is is he having second thoughts and like what's his kind of deal and like how these people feel because you have you have the the kind of um Oh geez, I can't remember her character's name, but the the older the older lady who's kind of part of the. I society. want to say
1: her name's Agatha, but that might not even be remotely. I correct. No, I don't
0: think her name's Agatha, but she, she she like her stuff's so interesting of of the family that she's lost and and uh, you know her dealing with this. and That and would having be to my deal... one
1: critique is that I hate it was that trope of there's more to the story, but we can't yes. tell you. We can't <laughs>
0: tell you. Yeah, <laughs> that's which is corny. Like, yeah, I don't I don't like situations that could be solved by two characters speaking to each other like i unless there's a reason why they can't talk pretty much every
1: character goes it's not my story to tell in like some variation (laughs) and
0: And then they they do all
1: tell her the story anyway.
0: yeah yeah and it was like i will say again i found the movie fun and i thought the, the 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 lily james character was used well in the sense that it was nice to follow her and learn as she but yeah, like, that was good yeah that was good but i could have personally done without the sort of kind of love triangle like i didn't care as much about her personal life i cared more about her discovering this and getting to know we definitely knew she
1: we definitely knew she was not going to end up with the american
0: But way before, like way before anything, like the minute she, she gone off the boat and like, even though it was a a fine reason why she took her wedding ring off to like put it somewhere and like kissed it. The minute she took it off, I'm like, oh, uh -oh." we're in trouble. Yeah, no, no, we're in trouble. (laughs) Like the minute that happened. When
1: her editor Sydney calls and was like, I'm surprised he let you go at all you yeah. know like and i was like, <laughs> like yeah hey, oh he's boy. possessive he's go. a possessive american you know here we go <laughs> Yeah.
0: <I was> like... <laughs> this is a problem yeah it was um it was predictable for sure but, but it's
1: predictable in kind of like a breezy way like the yes. movie's very breezy yes. you don't mind that there it's the same when you watch it's like watching a rerun of the office right like you know mm-hmm. what's gonna happen but it's it's doesn't nice. it make it
0: any less nice yeah yeah so that's yeah that's the, yeah, that's the yeah. thing like this movie is still delightful. So any criticism I have is more like, well, it, it could have been a better movie, or it could have been a tighter film, or it could have been more of an awards contender. Had you done these little things to make it more... Dramatic, but I don't think it was
1: trying to be right. Like I think no, it was. It wasn't. Just I think it was trying, trying to,
0: to tell this story, be a nice film, and it accomplished all of that. I I completely agree with you because it was that. It's true. Like nothing that happened in this movie made me go, oh, here we go. It was more, oh, trouble she's taking her wedding ring off. Like it was more delightful of like, I'm into this, like I'm into the story. Like,
1: we knew, we knew she was going to end up on the Island at the end. And that was, of course, what, and, and that's I what knew, we wanted.
0: You know? I knew she was going to end up with the Island guy. Like that's the pig like, farmer. no question. Yeah, of course. No, of course she's going to end up with a pig <laughs> farmer. Like, you know, but it's the journey of how you got there that made it kind of. And it
1: was a story. lovely, lovely journey.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, um, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was, I thought it was well done. Well acted. Um, yeah, the, it, it's based on a book. So probably some of the things I'm missing was more fleshed out in the book. Like I would have loved more character development in some areas. But with that being said... But it said, could have been a
1: breezy book too, right?
0: No, well, it's very true. It could have been. It could have been just a completely Come, Sometimes
1: book. the genre... And I, I haven't read the books, but um, the sort of what we call historical fiction, right? It mm-hmm, sometimes mm-hmm. is a, can be breezy, But that's not a bad thing, right? Like, that's one of the reasons why we, you know, people love that genre is that they can suspension of disbelief and live in a different time and whatever. But it may, I I mean, it may be like a literary masterpiece. hmm. I have no idea.
0: (laughs) If you're looking, but if you're looking for like a, a nice movie to watch that is, that feels like an hour and a half, but is two hours long, this is the movie for you. Like, it's nice. It's a good watch. It's not disappointing. Um, it will give you, you know, it's all the feels, it feels good at the end. It's not, it's not poorly done. Like, I, I just think it's, it's a, it's a really, really nice movie. It was tight in areas. So yeah, I just think like, I didn't mind. It was two hours. Like it's, it's the type of movie that I was like, oh, didn't know it was that long.
1: And longtime listeners of this sh- show know that I'm a sucker for like when, the land is, like, a part of the movie, if that makes sense. I talk about it when hmm. we watch, yeah. you know, the the cross-country America, right? Like, the driving movies or whatever. So, the island is as much a character as the other characters. So, I was a sucker for that. Uh, yeah. You know, anytime you're looking over, like, vistas or the grass of the islands blowing in the wind, <laughs> it's going to yeah. be a movie I'm going to like.
0: Yeah, and it felt practical within all of that. Like the production design was great. felt very practical. You felt like you were there. Yeah, it was very good all around. So what would you give this rating, uh, Taylor? What would you give the movie?
1: For me, it's a stream it. I think it definitely feels like a Netflix movie, if that makes sense. Like as as nice and as good as it is, it does uh, have some of the qualities of a made for TV movie. And I can't, I don't know. I can't point to any one specific thing as to why it feels that way, but it does. <laughs> um, but um, I don't mean that as a negative, because I really did enjoy the experience and I think it's a lovely movie. So for me, it's a stream it.
0: And and I'm, I'm going to only disagree with you slightly because I'm going to give it a see it um, just because I think it is, it's something I would recommend to someone if they're like, oh, I'm just looking for something to watch tonight. Yeah. I would say, oh, watch this. Like, this is, this will be a, a top of the list recommendation just because it is a nice feel good movie. And I think uh, there's a lot of people I know who have very, very different movie tastes. And I feel like most of them will find something that they like in here. Like, there's, there's intrigue yeah it to me like it's beyond just it's not like a romantic movie it's it's got romance in it but there's intrigue and there's a bit of a mystery and there's kind of some history and there's kind of you know a little bit of flashback to you know nazi occupied
1: guernsey well i
0: guess is guernsey so guernsey's part of like off of like england right like it's so i don't know i i
1: have to caution like prefaces with the fact that I don't know a lot about English history or geography, mm. but I'm under the impression that they are and aren't part of England. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like, they're almost yeah. like protectorates. Hmm. So, like, some islands, the Queen wouldn't be the sovereign of the island, but I don't right. know specifically about Guernsey. So, in Guernsey, they're speaking at some points, because I watch everything with subtitles, they one of the subtitles said Guernsey French. Mm. So they don't, they like, you know, they have their own kind of French. So, and they do, one of the characters says like, you know, she makes a point of like differentiating England, being like, well, yeah, you know, that's what it was like in England during the war. Yeah. So I read an interesting article about one of the islands that got occupied during world war Two, and it was like a fiefdom and like i think legally still is so it's like its own kingdom but they pay like a i don't know like a stipend to the queen but technically oh. it's like its own fiefdom like it literally a fiefdom so i think guernsey i got the impression that it might be kind of the same something
0: like that yeah. like
1: it is england but not
0: <laughs> yeah yeah correct that, me it...
1: anyone who has been to, been to england or guernsey let me know
0: <laughs> yeah and i mean it would make sense i mean if if there's french involved you know it could be in between the kind of island yeah. and the kind of mainland of europe because like france would be like right there and so you know germany's around there too so like it kind of makes sense that area but uh, but yeah it um it was. I would say it's it's pretty good because it's got a little bit of that World War Two stuff in it as well. So I, I'm going to give it a see it. Um, I, despite my problems, it still kind of landed um, in in the upper echelon,
1: especially the in time. the now times, the pandemic times. Yeah, you just yeah. need stuff that feels nice.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, okay, comparisons. Uh, I mean, I it was, it was tough for me to really find a huge comparisons. I mean, I, I thought that there was still sort of a journey of discovery happening between our two characters. We kind of got Lily James characters trying to discover something and, and, and kind of in the middle of a mystery. And you've kind of got Robin Williams characters like trying desperately to like <laughs> get his life back on track and apologize to people and like run around. And there's kind of like there is a sense of urgency, I felt at times with both characters. that was one comparison I got where you're kind of following someone along this this journey in that sense. Um what type of comparisons did you make, Taylor, between the two?
1: Well they both are literary adaptations and they both feature flashbacks.
0: Yep, they both have flashbacks, yep.
1: <laughs> But yep. um that's about it. Like I mean, I guess you're right. There's both, like, a journey. The main character yeah. goes on, like, an emotional... There's, and like, like... Yeah. Even Lily James's character, you know, she... She undergoes changes because she's mm-hmm. experiencing trauma, her own trauma from the war. And you get the sense that she's trying to find home. And I guess, you know, Robin Williams' character is also dealing with trauma and trying to find, like, stability in that, so...
0: But don't you agree that these two movies are just so different in yes. a lot of ways? This just in almost of, every aspect?
1: This is one of those weeks where um, I think truly, like, it's grasping for straws. Like, sometimes yeah. we start talking about the movie, and we're like, oh, yes, yeah, like, X, Y, Z, actually, there's way more similarities than I thought. This is one of those weeks where it's like, anything I see aside from them both being literary adaptation adaptations and there being flashbacks, every, like the thematic connections, in my opinion, are definitely stretches.
0: Yeah, I, I just think that they they were clearly made in in just two very, very, very distinctly different ways. And what I mean by that is I got a sense that the creative team, Around like the Guernsey film are trying to really tell a story. They're trying to make you feel the island and where they're going. And there there to me seems like there's care and there's there's a lot of time put into this. This is the type of movie I'd see at the screening room or an independent like theater thing, or it would be on a streaming service and it's interesting and you want to click on it. Whereas Angerous Man in Brooklyn just seemed like, well, we have this idea and we can put Robin Williams in it and we're gonna like see what happens. And it just it just didn't feel I didn't get even the same like warmth from the creative side that I, that I got with it. Like a movie doesn't have to tone wise be warm for it to feel like the creatives like really cared about the story they're telling. It just kind of felt like thrown together, like just kind of, oh, we got, we got to meet this deadline, just like a sitcom sometimes does. We got to meet this deadline and get this episode out each week and it becomes like episodic. Like to me, Angry Smith Brooklyn felt too much like that. So they felt very, 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 very different today.
1: They did feel so different. And i really, I just keep coming back to like the idea of weird, like Vegas man in Brooklyn felt weird. Like it felt weird that it came out in 2014 when it feels like a 2004 movie. It felt weird that Mila Kunis and Robin Williams were in a movie together, (laughs) even though they did well, like they certainly did well. Although is she in another movie where he plays a priest and she's getting married or am I thinking, or is that a different actress?
0: Um, I don't know. I, th- that sounds familiar that he he plays a priest um, and someone's getting married. I just don't know what that is. I don't think Mila Kunis is in that, though. That does sound from Like, uh, you, when, as soon as you said that, I'm like, yeah, okay, that sounds really familiar. I just don't know what that means. Oh, is. it's
1: Mandy Moore, Licensed oh. to Wed. Ah. With, yeah. So... Yeah, it just—I don't—I don't know. It's hard to compare. Did our fans write in to to talk the- about
0: comparisons? No, nobody wrote, wrote in about comparisons this week. Um, so help yeah. us out,
1: people. So clearly, <laughs> either people no, saw no <laughs> people saw the movie titles and were like, "Nope," or they watched it and they they too are drawing a blank. As and
0: to- <laughs> yeah, and that might be true. And, and you know, I will say to our fans, like, I think you'd like like the Guernsey movie it's like, so. on Netflix it's a it's a good watch i, I think our fans would actually really like I enjoy don't
1: it. think they're going to like the anchor man in brooklyn I,
0: yeah i i am trying to think like who is this movie for and like who would like this movie and i just don't think it's i don't think it's funny enough to kind of get that comedy crowd and as a dark comedy goes i don't think it ends in a way that's either satisfying or even remotely interesting so i just i don't know who who would like that movie specifically um but i mean owen is the one who put it in the hat um we don't know why but owen let us know
1: i hope it's one of these cases where owen hated it but wanted to see if we would hate it
0: too He's like,
1: <laughs> yeah, I yeah. saw it with an ex-girlfriend and she loved it. And I think she, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that
0: be, uh, that's, I, a, that's a very specific example, Taylor. But, yeah, I'm trying but, to think, maybe.
1: but Mike, under what circumstances would you watch <laughs> Man in I Brooklyn? I don't know
0: any like, circumstance where you'd watch Ingress Man in Brooklyn, but I would love to hear from Owen to see what, why did you put this in the hat? It's like,
1: one what? of those movies that, like, burn. I had never heard of it before. Um, and I can't picture sitting down in a theater to watch it like I couldn't you know back in the day when we were allowed to go to movies and you would you're because you think okay I'm gonna go to a movie this weekend and you know you read the synopsis or you watch a couple trailers (laughs) in a in in that world I can't imagine picking this movie to go see
0: No, I think we both said airplanes. So I think that's the scenario we can imagine watching (laughs) it is on an airplane.
1: (laughs) You're stuck on an hour and a half flight and you happen to recognize Mila Kunis and Robin Williams and you think, aha, I've never heard of this movie before. I'm
0: going to watch it. And every other movie you clicked on didn't work. Like there's something wrong with (laughs) the the screen and the audio is not working. So you just settle for Angriest Man in Brooklyn. And that's the scenario. Uh, but we'll get like, Owen. let us know. I'd love to know why you picked this. I I'm Taylor. I'm as confused as you. I don't know where the, where this kind of came from. So we'll, uh, we'll have to find out that, but there you go. That's movie club tent. We did 10 of these. So that means we talked about 20 films um, that came out of the hat. That's, that's pretty cool. Taylor. I think that's kind of neat.
1: I think that's when you think of it. Wow. We've watched, we've watched a lot of, we've watched a lot of movies. We have some time. But overall? So, yeah. Well, just if you think of <laughs> in the past year, you know, 20, that's only from the mo- the movies from the hat. So that's yeah. 20 movies plus everything else we've watched this yeah. year. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think that, I mean, it's a lot. We, you know, we, we do a show, we do a show every week. And, and the fact that it's been a pandemic, we've done a lot of really interesting things like the movie clubs. We were, you know, sticking maybe to one film a week to kind of go through different movie clubs, but then we were doing like various themed episodes and things where we'd watch several things so yeah and the number gets up there every year definitely
1: i just want to say i uh we had some time so i looked up guernsey and it is it's considered a british crown dependency which means that it's a self-governing possession of the crown so i was right it's it is but it isn't it has its own kind of government kind of it's a self-governing island
0: I don't understand any of this I don't know how we function as a world I'd love to, <laughs> to live a on a self-governing
1: worlds. island that's whenever I watch a movie and I think I want to live that life you know I'm going to like the movie and that's how I felt mm. watching I mean I don't want to live in Nazi-occupied currency but gosh I'd love to live on a, an island like that <laughs> that's my that's what I'm going to leave you all with my, my musings about island living.
0: <laughs> Taylor wants to live on the island. Yeah, it's uh, yeah it it was definitely like a good atmosphere. Like the the movie had a pretty good atmosphere there. I I feel like I would personally get bored on an island like that, but I I can see the appeal. I can see the appeal for it for sure. Um, I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to see where things go. I'm sure we'll come back to this movie club. So people do feel free to keep sending us movies. We have a lot in the hat still, though, so don't. Uh, don't feel pressured to find movies we we've got lots here but next week i think we're probably going to talk about the conjuring in some capacity taylor that's pretty exciting probably we don't know
1: i think we were going to talk about the conjuring universe so uh we should probably make a decision right now mike in case in decision to, made. we're in order to we're talking about the conjuring the, con- <laughs> the conjuring universe yes universally next week it's conjuring universe which means you know, that's it's a, a themed episode. So make sure yeah. your questions um, or your comments pertain to The Conjuring Universe. Yeah. This has been a long-awaited episode. Our fans have been yeah. asking for it.
0: It's official. It's The Conjuring Universe episode next week. We'll promote it on social media. But yeah, you're right, Taylor. It, send us questions, fans. you wanted this. Uh, theme There's a game. Questions.
1: There's a game you want us to play.
0: We'll play the game. Um, and then hopefully... The week after that, we might be able to talk about the third movie.
1: Fingers crossed. By the time we <laughs> record, by the time we record next Monday, we'll know whether or not we would have been able to watch it. So we'll be able to announce yeah, we'll next the, episode. Yeah,
0: yeah. and I, and we'll we'll do our best to uh, to kind of because if we can, we'll just do them back to back, and we'll do you know part one and then part two. We'll talk about the third movie because I mean the Conjuring Universe is, is kind of big, so we've got lots of movies to talk about that will fill an episode no problem. We've got tons of things we can talk about, but as always, we rely on you, our fans. So definitely write in, uh, let us know what you think, let us know what you want us to do. Uh, That brings us to the end of this week's episode. Conjuring episode next week, send us your fan questions, but do use our email address, screening in Kingston at gmail.com. We will fix the website and, and try to make sure that that gets through as well. But uh, send us your emails conjuring themed. Go stream some movies. Thank you for listening to the Screening in Kingston podcast, recorded at CFRC at Queen's University in Kingston, Ontario. Queen's University sits on the traditional lands of the Haudenosaunee and Anishinaabe peoples. We would like to thank the Faculty of Engineering and Applied Sciences and the CFRC podcast now.